and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Now let's get on to some shout-outs. Miles from Los Angeles enjoys the stories. Miles shared an awesome drawing he did of Kylo and Element. Very cool. Miles, I think if you were a character in the stories, you would be Professor Miles at the Academy, and you would teach art and swordsmanship. Thanks for listening, Miles. Caroline from South Carolina also shared a very impressive drawing from the Too Much Magic series. That's awesome stuff, Caroline. I think if you were a character from the stories, you would be a good candy witch who can create all kinds of candy from thin air with your candy powers. Thanks for listening, Caroline. Today's episode is titled Rosie is a Cat, Part 3. Rosie nestled herself comfortably in Arlo's backpack. The young dragon kid was the tallest of their adventuring group, and she had a great view as her head poked out from an opening. Arlo, Mallory, and Calvin pulled their hoods down low over their faces. They all hoped that the bizzards would take them for typical wandering traders or wizards and let them into the camp. As they approached the gate, the guards were busy talking and laughing about something or other. The group walked right in and began looking around for this particular bizzard. The bizzard camp was quite large. Tents and small wooden homes and shops lined the inside of the wall. Campfires for cooking smoked as vendors sold food items like roasted lizard on a stick and warmed yak's milk. People milled about, going from stall to stall, shop to shop, looking to buy or sell or both. It was mostly bizzards here, but there were also some humans, grizzled adventurers looking to sell loot, or old witches and wizards looking for rare ingredients. Mallory walked behind Arlo and whispered to Rosie, sticking her head out of the backpack. You see him yet? Rosie shook her head back and forth and continued scanning the camp for the big bad bizzard who stole her epic. They did a lap around the entire camp trying to remain inconspicuous and just blend in. After looking around for a bit, they huddled up out of the way between two small shops. Listen, I think we need to be thorough and start looking through these shops, said Arlo. There were maybe twenty or so little shops here in the Bizzard camp. Some were in little buildings with goods set out on tables, and others were tents where the owner would simply lay out what they were selling on a blanket or on the ground. Poking their heads into every single shop was not something they wanted to do, but they had to be sure that this bizzard they were looking for was here, or not. We should split up then, said Mallory. We'd finish much quicker if we all spread out and... The group was interrupted by a curious bizzard. Hey, don't I know you? He was tilting his head down, trying to get a better look at Arlo by peeking under his hood. This big bizzard with a dirty old robe on scrunched up his eyebrows in thought and walked closer and closer to the group. Arlo had lived in the southern swamps before, long ago, before being saved by the ninjas of Valleytown. He knew that being recognized here would be a bad idea. No, this is my first time here, Arlo said, turning his head down further to hide his face more. I've been told I have a very familiar face. No, no, I do know you, the bizzard kept coming closer. Arlo reached into his cloak and gripped his wand, 
ready to open up this whole adventure with a bang. But before he had to, there was a commotion nearby. Someone was yelling, and the curious Bizzard who thought he recognized Arlo turned his head to see. Fellow Bizzards, your attention, give me your attention. A Bizzard, slightly taller than most other Bizzards, and sporting an expensive-looking red robe, had just emerged from one of the buildings, and was twirling slowly, trying to get everyone's attention. I come to you today as a unifier, as a leader, as a Bizzard. Well, we have been stuck in the southern swamps for far too long. We are shunned by the communities to the north, and we're not going to take it anymore. As this bizard turned to make eye contact with as many other bizards as possible, he faced Rosie and the others. It was him, the one who stole Rosie's epic and turned her into a cat. She shrunk further down into the bag so he wouldn't see her. He continued his speech. We can dominate the valley. I have recently returned from an adventure on which I acquired an artifact of great power. Now he had all the other Bizzards' attention. Bizzards were notorious for not being able to resist something magical and valuable. They turned their heads and tried to get a good view of this Bizzard as he reached down the front of his cloak and pulled up on a necklace that was dangling beneath his clothes. He pulled out a stone glowing brightly and humming with magical power. The light from the stone shined so bright the bizards looking on squinted, and some put their hands up in front of their faces. Behold! The epic! yelled the bizard, holding the stone high in his hand now. I am Renjifo, and with the power of the epic we will conquer the valley and claim it as our own, he yelled. The other bizards in camp cheered vigorously. Probably very few of them cared about Renjifo's claim of conquering the valley, but bizards would follow anyone with awesome magical artifacts. And so these did as well, and the bizard camp swelled with yelling and high emotions. Arlo, Mallory, and Calvin looked at each other now, realizing they were dangerously out of place. With all this talk of taking over the valley, they would quickly become the enemies of nearly every bizzard in the southern swamps. They tugged their hoods down so low they could barely see out from under them, and they hustled back out of the bizzard camp. As the voices behind them faded, Rosie popped her head out of the backpack. That was him, she said. It sure was, said Arlo. And now he's riled up every one of those smelly bizzards. I think we're going to have to come up with a plan, quick. The gears turned in Rosie's tiny cat brain, and she piped up. I've got a plan that will split the bizard group and give us a great opportunity to get my epic back. The others leaned in close to hear Rosie's plan as the bizards back in the camp got wilder and wilder. The end. Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and ideas to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.